Welcome to Down to Herf, the podcast for cigar smokers, whiskey drinkers, and for the people just looking to kick back, light up, and have a good time. I'm your host, Jerry, and I'm joined by, as always, my co-host, Gio and Caleb. Fellas, 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 what is going on on this fine hump day? Caleb, what's up? Bruh, we've been together for too long. I got bags under my eyes. Hair is a mess. Got no sleep. We slept butt to butt last night. Kind of weird. It was like nut to butt, kind of, wasn't it? His asshole hairs are twisted. Bruh. <laughs> we, really? had snor- we had Snorlax over there in the other room. <laughs> Snorlax. Gio, how you doing over there? Out of Jersey. Out of Jersey. Mr. Needs a CPAC machine or else he's going to die in his sleep. Yeah, dude. This guy, he's got some fucking sleep problems, man. Definitely you need to go to the doctor and get checked for sleep apnea because I'm kind of concerned because throughout the night you stop breathing. And I was like, oh, fuck, dude. This dude, I can't stand listening to him anymore. I didn't care that he stopped breathing. I just left the room. It was just a big. (gasps) Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. (laughs) In the middle of the night. (laughs) Without further ado, we got to introduce our main man, dude. Jake Sanders, Crown Heads fucking regional manager up here, dude. What is happening, bro? How you been, man? Good. It's good to see you guys. Thank you guys so much for having me back. Dude, that is an exquisite hat. Yeah, I appreciate it. You're, you're you're looking real gangster right now. I, I appreciate it. You know, it's it was one of those things where I always want a nice hat. So found these guys online called Wild Hats. Shout out Wild Hats down in Louisville. They're guys from Brooklyn, actually, and then went to Louisville for some reason. And everything's hand handmade. So it's awesome. That's sick, dude. I, I wish I had the balls to try and wear a hat like that. Oh, yeah, you do. I, I, I just feel like, like I couldn't do it. You, I'd be looking like a hipster if I tried that. That's what I'm seeing. I'm yeah. getting like, uh, listen, it looks great on you, but dapper I Dapper mean, guy for, right here. No, you, dapper guys just, guy. you guys just need, you just need to grow your hair out a little Bro, more. you look yeah. like you belong in Mumford and Sons. Well, <laughs> <laughs> or Zach Brown. <laughs> yeah, or ZBB, right? Yeah. yeah. But you like your chicken fried. I do. Dude. <laughs> What the fuck just happened? I know we kind of we, right. we got Jake on the show. We got a lot we got to get into. I'll let you guys talk about your but, shit before I get into. We, it. we have to talk about this fucking trip to All New right. Jersey. Before we get into this, someone tossed me a lighter. I didn't even get to. We literally got out the car and started recording. Thank you. This is going to be hilarious watching Geo try to figure out the ST. No, he's got it. No, you got it. From the exactly what you did. Yeah. Oh yeah, go. look at you, buddy. Fancy. We got Jake with a fancy lighter, fancy hat. I love it. Yeah. Always the big stops for you guys. Uh, yeah, right. and the new hat, too, by the way. Look at that. Thank you, Jake. Yes, sir. Always bringing the goodies. So good to us. Although, uh, I don't know if the fake logo does us any good anymore. Oh, shit. It, <laughs> Dude. <laughs> if we want to get that way right now. What do you mean? Fake logo? It's a Budweiser, it's a Budweiser hat, dude. Oh, Bud Light. I'll turn it back. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. I'll turn it back. Backwards hats. <laughs> Look at my mid. Dude, I'm a mess. We were just traveling. I don't know. All right, listen, let me hours. start this story, okay? You look fine. We go to New Jersey. It's a nice flannel. This is no disrespect to New Jersey, but oh my God, dude, what is happening in that goddamn state, man? We went to all kinds of fucking places trying to find something to do. It just, it wasn't working out, dude. We, we get there. Gio, tell me, tell me, when we first get in town, what are we thinking, man? Uh, you know, you see, you watch, the, the only thing I know about Jersey is, like, the Sopranos and, like, the opening theme, and then, you know, somewhere, fucking Jimmy Hoffa's over there. That's Allegedly different. buried there. 
He's right. like, dude, he ain't buried he's over there. He's definitely in Detroit. He's cu- he's like chopped up and fucking in the middle of Lake Nah, he's Erie on or old something. giant like, stadium, bro. Yeah, yeah, he's in the bottom, right? They buried him under the the, the ten the yard line. Yeah, right. He's so def- he's definitely in Detroit in like a junkyard, scrapped up in a car. That's where Jimmy Hoffa is. No, he's chopped up. Okay, here <laughs> here is a couple notes I took on New Jersey. Okay, okay. I I wrote like five things down just for the show, and and. We can maybe just touch on them real quick before we get into things, but here they are. Caleb, Men's Taboo Lounge. He suggests, let's go to Men's Taboo Lounge. He says, it sounds like a fun place. <laughs> sounds like a great place for so, a bunch of cool guys to hang out. Okay. All right. Then I, I got... not have said that. <laughs> sounds like a place where you would get sodomized. Worst bars in America, a.k.a. the number three sports bar in New Jersey. Oh, no. Oh, man. The food was pretty good, though. <laughs> no, 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 not. no. The number three sports bar. Oh, I don't know if we want to say the We're name, not shouting out names yeah. here, but yeah. If you're if you're number three and you're the self-proclaimed number three sports bar in New Jersey, you know who you are. <laughs> uh, Geo ha- clearly has sleep apnea and needs doctor's helps ASAP, and how I literally got no sleep because of it. So th- those were my notes and and my takeaways from New Jersey. Uh, the bar scene on a Tuesday night. I'm not super shocked where where it was like absolutely atrocious. Um, The highlight of the trip was our fucking awesome fucking the lady that took care of us at the at the hotel. Karen. Karen. Yeah. Yeah. That was the best part. Great guys. (laughs) Great. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of a little bit of a lisp. But she was great. Jeez, guys. Dude, I, I told her to check the pot out. <laughs> Dude. You think, she, you think she's going to? No, I hope not. Dude, you're not now. You are horrible, bro. Just skip this episode, Karen. No. The other ones are great. Well, by the time she gets the message, she already heard her fucking... Shout out, Karen. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Gio, you need fucking help, bro. Dude, the, the way you snore is like, it's fucking disturbing. It's terrible. I don't know what to tell you, man. It's scary, dude. It's scary. I was fine. <laughs> yeah, well, of course. Scary to you. He woke up this morning by himself in the bedroom because I took all the sheets and the blankets and I went and slept on the pull-out couch with Caleb. I, I couldn't now, sleep. Mind you that we, I would have we, rather we sleep and share a pull-out mattress bed <laughs> than sleep in the same room with him on the queen-size bed that so I had. So it's just snoring, apparently, is dude, the problem? Dude, it was so... Fuck. It's not like normal snoring, though. It's not like... It was like... I was like, dude, this is horrible. And it never stopped at any like point. Like the old man, like where he stops it, it, a little bit and you it, think he's dead and then yep. he starts up again. It never stopped. <laughs> it never stopped. So I had to leave after an hour and a half. I gave it my due diligence to to get through that room and, and get and, and try and make it like an enjoyable experience. And, and you I, drove the whole way down and back, right? I drove on the way there and Gio drove a whopping total of an hour and a half and <laughs> Caleb finished the last four and a half hours. Well, that's finished nice. strong, last long. That's nice. Okay. Pro tip. Uh, but yeah, uh, aside from the trip, we did our Penelope pick. It was a lot of fun. Um, Penelope. When can we see that? When will that be? That I do not know off the top of my head. That's it's gonna- picked and it's bottled apparently. It could be oh, ready to go. Yeah. yeah, it could be bottle. It could I, be ready to go really soon. They were like ready. By the time we were walking out, they were already printing labels. They said it, by the time the ink dries, it could be ready on a pallet to get out. So potentially be ready to go. That's just. Uh, we'll see. 
you know, shout out Jeff March putting that together for us. You know, we appreciate you as always. Hopefully next time we hang with you, it'll be over here where we can actually sit down a little bit longer. You don't have to be on a red eye from France the night before or some shit like that. Despite all the bad things that happened on the 24 hours we were out of town, uh, it was still fun. It was a good time, and I'm glad that we got to do it, and it was a good experience. Yeah. But that being said, Gio, what are we smoking today, buddy? Obviously, people are probably curious. We have Jake here from Crown Heads. You know we're swinging out with a banger. Well, you know, since we have Jake here, we decided we're actually going to smoke an Arturo Fuente. No, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course we're smoking fucking Crown Heads. All right, I'll we just get- sit here and drink. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Mildias Marianitos LE 2023. Marianitos. 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 Oh. So okay. w- w- what's kinda, w- what's the details on this thing, Jake? So um, Who better to tell the info? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Mildias, 1,000 Days... Um, it's basically the same blend, except the caveat is is the wrapper leaf. So it's got a Sumatra wrapper leaf on it, which makes it really, really cool. It adds a little bit more of that depth and that uh, like faint spice characteristics to it. Um, as we know, Mil Dias, and as I know Mil Dias, and I love it, um, I think it's our best cigar that we produce. It's our best-selling cigar also. But um, it's already creamy. It's already nutty, kind of cedary. I've heard people call it uh, very Cuban-esque, if you will, as far as the taste profile goes on the regular Mil Dias. But like I said, Mil Dias Marinitos Limited Edition 2023 um, has that Sumatra wrapper leaf on it as a Nicaraguan binder. And it has uh, Peruvian and Costa Rican and Nicaraguan fillers. So so I got to say, right off the just the initial flavor, uh, just from the first couple you know, puffs on it. Uh, I definitely get that creaminess and that nuttiness. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually, you know, I'm like a cigar that's, you know, pretty fresh out into the world. I mean, what are these things been out like a week or a two week. now? Yeah, a week. So, I mean, for it's already, have, you know, established that creaminess and, and not taste so, you know, raw, you know, like raw tobacco. I mean, that's that's a, you know, a pretty impressive feat for, for and every heads. one of them, like you can actually like see like the crystallization on the ash too. Like once you get like about as far as Caleb's gotten, um, there's a beautiful, just like cloud, like white ash that, um, the construction just from uh radio Pichardo, it just shows. So that's, that's, what's really, really exciting. And the cool story behind this size is that it's Aradio Pachardo's favorite size and the Mil Dias. So that's kind of why we did it. It's six and one eighth by 48 ring gauge. Nice. Now, how does this differ from like uh, the, you said that it's just the wrapper is the main difference, right? Yeah, that's the only okay. difference. So it, the way that I've been describing it is, and uh, I don't know if Miguel or John has kind of described it like this before but if you if you remember kind of the mule kicks that we do every year it's basically the same four kicks but it has a different wrap mm-hmm. relief to it so that's kind of how this is being portrayed as well so it's the same blend as the mil dias just a different wrapper but it adds just enough to make it very very unique and it's really really cool to see the difference and i think a lot of people are enjoying it i mean i've had a lot of a lot of really, really good feedback, so it's it's nice to see for sure. Yeah, this is a very fantastic blend. I mean, I've had the regular production one. Uh, Miguel actually gifted us the Magicos 2021s. Yeah. 
So yep. had those as well. We smoked them on the show. I don't remember what we had. That's a cool with. little cigar, man. They were awesome. Yeah, they have like a little bookcase style uh, yeah. container. Yeah, I freaking loved those things. I when before I even worked for Crowned Heads and I was still working at Burn by Rocky Patel in Indianapolis. Um, I actually won a box at a uh, at the ten event at Tinderbox Easton in Columbus, Ohio. And I every day because it took me about a half an hour to get home from work. I just smoke it on my way home, and it was just about right. Little nice. uh, little commute cigar. I love that. Yeah, they were perfect. Yeah. Well, do you know offhand what the difference is between the the what the Magicos was? I don't remember what the rap. Well, was. that's the so the Magicos was so this is kind of what Crown Heads does in a in some type of way. So there's limited editions that like are the four kicks mule kick where we do a different wrapper leaf, and then there's limited editions where we keep the same blend, but it's a different size. Okay. So in that case, the Magicos was just a different size. Okay. Same blend with the Ecuadorian Habano wrapper leaf. All right. Cool. Yeah, if that makes sense. No, that makes total sense. Yeah. Because I always. It gets confusing with the LEs. There's always some special feature on I know. it. So, like, you just. Or, like, a special Vitola, or, you know, they just kind of change something up just ever so slightly. Yeah. Did you guys uh, smoke the Pastelitos? What did you guys think about those? Oh, I smoked one uh, on a ride home just like, so, in the last hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. Caleb just finished one. It was great. As you, always. You liked man. it? Good. Yeah. It's like my third or fourth one I had already. Awesome. I haven't smoked one of those yet. Oh, you You're to. a big Le Creme fan, though, right? I do like Le Creme. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, you guys have had a hell of a start to the year too with your releases, what, the Yellow Rose, <laughs> Tennessee, Tennessee Waltz, Yep, Apostolitos. Yeah. These, I mean, and you yeah. guys still got your whatever you're coming out with at PCA. Probably. Oh, Las and Calder. you guys are. There's yeah. a banger coming. I'm telling you. Is that the? Uh, is that what John was kind of teasing? Yes. Today, oh, was man. it looked like four of its holas? Yes. Oh, and the LCs this year. It's Just yeah. Like that, Las Calaveras. That will be around June, so that'll be right before PCA. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, there's a banger coming, and I'm really excited for you guys to see it at the PCA. So, I don't, I don't even know what the band looks like, but John sent me some samples, um, and I think it's the second coming of the Mil Dios for sure. Not it's not like Mil Dias. What I mean by that is, is like the Mil Dias when it came out, it doubled Crowned Heads. It, it doubled the company in size. Um, and when this cigar comes out, John's been working with uh, Ernesto Perez Carrillo on this for like two years already. So this is about to be a, a really, really big release at PCA. Special things coming out of Crowned Heads as always, <laughs> and you know, with the biggest trade show of the year coming up. Yep. I probably expect nothing less out of the company, you know. Yeah, it's it's really amazing. Um like this is my third time being on here with you guys and I really appreciate the support and obviously we've grown to become friends and this is it's it's like I've always said it's amazing to see the camaraderie with the cigar people and the just ev how everybody reacts to blends and how excited they are and how there's not like a whole lot of bullshit in the industry. And it's, it's really nice to see. I mean, how, I mean, if your worst day is like smoking a cigar and having a glass of whiskey, then your life's pretty damn good. So, you know, it's, it's what we're doing is, is special. And I think it brings all of us together. That's yeah. that's true, man, and I, I I do like the fact that you touched on the fact that you know we are friends now. You know, you, yeah. you come up here a couple times a year. You know, every time you're here, we always make it a priority to make sure we get together, have a cigar, do a show, 
hang out you know obviously we usually hang out a little longer than the show <laughs> yeah but uh yeah man i'm glad everything's doing good i know you guys ran into some issues earlier in the year i don't know uh you know i hope everything's a lot better yeah and like we'll do a cigar um for the after herf but um it's gonna be a fun I got, one i got one for you which is tim osgener osgener family cigars it's his second core line coming out and we'll talk and touch on that yeah. and just for those who are actually new, because, you know, Jake, obviously, since you've been on, you haven't been on. This is your first show with us under Cigar Hustler. So, yes, you know, Jake is, you know, the Northeast rep for Crown Heads. We know you so formally. I think we skipped the introduction part of it here. <laughs> well, he said, Jerry got me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Jerry, Jerry. I definitely okay. said that. But okay. I like I like the Northeast regional sales manager. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's exactly what I said. No, you said just regional manager. I'm the re- up here. Yeah. OK, sorry. Northeast. I'm not Dwight from <laughs> the, assi- the he's not, he's not I'm the assistant North to the East. assistant yeah. of the original. He's, okay, okay, he's okay. Not okay. The assistant. Yeah, Miguel. Well, okay. John Huber is the regional manager, and then Miguel's the assistant manager. Assistant. And then I'm the assistant to the assistant. And what the fuck am I? Chop liver? Uh, Jesus Christ! Double no, assistant. you guys got your sponsorship, so you fucking <laughs> won. <laughs> so uh, cheers. Yeah, cheers to that. Yeah. Right. Speaking of to, cheers, Caleb, what are we drinking, buddy? Applewood uh, smoked bacon, right? Applewood smoked bacon. You could call it that, but we have a new one. Uh, We have Widow Jane, and this is Applewood Rye. So this is a blend of straight rye whiskeys finished in toasted applewood staves. Um, This is out of Brooklyn, New York, um, and the limestone water is from the Rosedale Mines in New York. What? What's so funny? (laughs) What? We'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> what, keep going. Nothing, no, no, you're, you're, do, doing, you're doing great. Keep reading. You're great. Uh, we're having sidebar conversation with our eyes. This is also a 93 proofer. Um, uh, new to hit stores and shelves. Um, it's a low proof, guys. All right. Is that all right with you? Did you pick this up? I did pick this one I'm up. I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I was talking shit. No, no. You know what? Um, it's a whiskey and a cigar review show. So if it, you know, if you don't like it, you got to say it or whatever notes, smells, taste. Where's it from? Uh, Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, Widow Jane. I didn't know Widow Jane was actually distilled in Brooklyn, New York. So learn something <laughs> new every day. We learned that yeah, today. They, <laughs> yeah, they, it trickles down from this little glacier in like upstate New York, <laughs> and like if you read like the fuck it, you have some tenure up there, don't you? Like, did you ever? <laughs> What's that? Did how you, they how they get the water <laughs> like that? It's like this. It, I'm sorry, I'm talking shit about this whole fucking thing, but it's <laughs> Widow Jane is like one of those distilleries that, like, if you want to know a little bit. So, I had a buddy. He lives by he lives like 15 minutes, like Elizabethtown. So he's like 15 minutes from Bardstown, which is like Heaven oh. Hill area. Um, Heaven Hill, Willett, um, 1792, stuff like that. So Bardstown, um. Well, my buddy was at Heaven Hill, and he he's like in one of the rick houses, and he lifts up this tarp, and it it's got Widow Jane barrels. There. Really? Yeah. So like their little like fucking like cute story, like on the back of like the Widow Jane tenure and shit like that. Is, oh like, shit! It's like they didn't get this like little spring water off this like little creek that like came from New York. <laughs> controversy right yeah, there yeah, yeah it's kentucky oh, that's right so shit. those uh that 13 year old ah there's a conspiracy now did your friend per- widow jane is full of shit they could be I that's don't not know, a conspiracy man. that's truth uh, was your friend supposed to lift that tarp up? no <laughs> oh this was uh no names oh. given here he's got a pay no attention to the man behind the curtain yeah 
He's got a lot of friends. All right. I'm so sorry. That, go on. So that Widow Jane, so that Widow Jane 10, the Decadence, and their lucky 13 <laughs> and 14 guys. I don't know. Might not be that New York, Brooklyn product. Well, if you want to talk about like conspiracy and that shit, like there's no way that that can be their distillate because they haven't been that old. That's true. Yeah. The only people that they could buy from is Kentucky or MGP. MGP probably. Yeah, they're because they are a newer product. Uh, old Widow Jane's pretty pretty new. It was probably it. Well, if it was Kentucky, it was either um, Jim Beam or Heaven Hill. A lot of a lot of companies um, that people don't know get their stuff from Jim Beam now. So. Dude, I got to throw this out there. This uh, first sip, it's not very good. Hey. Uh, I'm Listen, just no, It no, looked no. appealing. We'll see what happens. This if reminds not, me of the time we up. did the Doc Swinsons. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's been and, a while. And you remember the Doc Swinsons? Yeah, but this, that was... Some... Okay, you said 93 proof. I thought this was like 115. It drinks so hot. It's that rye. Made with pure limestone Really? Water. I think this drinks easy. Maybe you just Caleb. I, I think you're still shit faced from Penelope. That's a good point. <laughs> um, not really. I had to drive home, guys. It's not bad. I mean, it's not. It's just hot. It's um. How it's, much was this? About fifty bucks. It's um. It's very <laughs> spicy, and it definitely uh got some apple hints to it. I mean, you got the apple staves right in there. Jerry and I are talking to each other like where where is <laughs> with the our apple? eyes from the apple wood. I just don't Applewood oak, that. and then there's applewood staves that they put in the barrel as well. So they're piggybacking off of uh, Maker's 46. They got applewood? <laughs> no. They, oh, they use the French oak. No, they put this, They put extra staves in the barrel to create more maturation. Dude, I am like... Okay, I gotta be honest. This this is probably not gonna pair good with this cigar. So I think I'm gonna prioritize this cigar review more than this whiskey review. Well, um, it, can get, it can get a bad review. It's not too bad. I'm not saying it's terrible. I'm just saying, like, right off the rip, I don't know how I feel about it. And and maybe it'll grow on me. Just give me a little while. That I'll might need I'll some water. Out. Yeah, it might, it might need a little water or something. I don't I know. Lit I lit up another uh, Mel Dios, and this thing is smoking perfectly. I was going to say, it. what happened to the first one? Uh, we'll I saw just, that. We'll just leave that. All right. I was going to say, I saw that. We'll I was like, what happened? Hey, I mean, it's a hand-rolled product. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm a cigar guy, too. It's handmade product. Like, every now and again, you're going to have one that's like just kind of plugged if i had a draw poker i could probably poke it out and it'd be fine but you know this happened to me the other day i was smoking a good cigar and i was like fuck man this thing is plugged the fuck up man god dude, damn dude somebody gave me a davidoff millennium one time and it was plugged which i've never like everybody always talks about like the the big like quality control that Davidoff goes through and I've, I don't smoke a lot of Davidoff and, and I, I mean, I'm not going to knock them for what they do. They do make a great product, but um, yeah, this one was plugged and I was like, does anybody have a draw broker please? <laughs> because I'm not about to waste this like $35 cigar just because the draw sucks, but I smoked another one and it was fine. Yeah. Davidoff is strange. Some, I'm not sure. Like, we I'm, ran I'm warming up to Davidoff a little bit, like, but got to have the money to play. Well, like we did the year of the rabbits. Yeah. Oh my fucking god! Like, how much were they up here? 
No, well, we'd ordered them. Oh, okay. Up here, they're 80 bucks a stick. Oh, my God. It's sickening. It's literally fucking sickening. You need to, like, record me doing that sound next time you, like, do something. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, we can <laughs> clip that right there. Clip that. I'm sure that'll get clipped on somebody. I'll do it myself. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm just going to use that as a random reaction video. <laughs> but. So, like, what's funny about those is, like, they made those out to be, like, super rare, just to, not to go on a crazy tangent. Yeah. I was just on vacation that was supposed to be the Dominican, ended up being Tampa, and went to this cigar shop down there, and they had the Davidoff, Year of the Rabbits, readily in stock. They had some crazy shit, like, pre-embargo Davidoffs from yep. Cuba that yeah. were 1500 a stick. Yeah, you'll find some of that down there. If you go to Burn and Rocky's place, he's got pre-embargo Cubans, too. Yeah, it's pretty $500 or some some crazy ass number. I just don't think I can ever bring myself to pay that. You got to hit big at the at the at the tables, man. The thing is, if we're going like this might be controversial, but if we're talking about like Cuban cigars, it's like pretty like medium cigars. Like they're not really full body. They're not really going to put you on your ass. You just smoke a Mil Diaz. You know, right. That's what I'm saying. And I I could pay four hundred and eighty five dollars less. And here's the thing, like... And enjoy my experience just as much. Yeah, exactly. You know why you get those? Because you want a trophy. Yeah. That's it. The only ones that I would, like, spend, like, real, real money on would be, um, like, Partagas number one Maduro... Or, I'm sorry, Maduro number ones and the Trinidad uh, 54s that come, Mm -hmm. the tubos. Those things are... With the little pigtails, those are beautiful cigars. Yeah. We saw some crazy... Oh, I shouldn't say... Well, me. I saw some crazy stuff down there. My girlfriend was with me, but she doesn't really care too much about cigars. <laughs> uh, like the crazy box or the Cohiba Specters. Yeah. Like, it's a cool presentation. I don't know if I could bring myself to spend even 130 though. You know, I was talking to somebody. They said a fucking hundred and, hundred and something dollars for a sweet tip cigar. I won't say who <laughs> said it, but they're like... Just didn't impress him, I guess. It's probably made by Gurkha or something, I would assume. Well, no, right? it's I mean, Cohiba's STG, ain't it? Or General? I think they're owned by General. Yeah. They might STG. Be. Yeah, Scandinavian Tobacco Group. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's just weird. I, the presentation is off the charts. I mean, it looks really cool, but I don't know. They're just playing off the fact that Cohiba's got that Cuban name attached and they're still... Yeah fighting over that trademark which is really funny considering that people still don't know the difference and that's that's up to the retailers i mean that's that's completely up to the retailers to educate consumers on what the difference is between new world brands such as like monte cristo that have the cuban names attached to them well all those are pretty much owned by altidus i would pretty much yeah, yeah. so altidus but, trinidad uh monte cristo or yeah they altidus owns romeo monte cristo, romeo and juliet h upman h upman they they're in charge of all that like the american side altidus right USA. but then you have cohiba so it's you know yeah. it's it's all a mixture and part I, I guess i personally think they just do that on they want that association just because well, of course. The uneducated person. Well, I'll be course. honest with you. When I first started smoking cigars, remember how bad I wanted to get Cohiba Red Dots? And I was paying all these crazy money because I was like, oh, they're the best, man. We they're did Cohibas. It. We and did I'm it golfing. Like, what the <laughs> fuck am I doing? We did it while we were golfing, man. Well, I mean, yeah. hey, man, you live and you learn. You start doing research. You start figuring some things out. And yeah. obviously, you know, the, the yeah. educated consumer is a problem. And it's, I don't know, it's, I get very, very, 
I don't like shitting on these, you know, legacy brands with like high end pricing or anything like that. Cause there's an, there's an art to it as well. Right. But I don't know. I'm at a point now where I'd rather spend like $20 on a cigar or even less. And I know I'm going to get a similar quality and I'm not going to have to fucking drop 600 if I want a box. Well, right. the problem is you, you look at like, I, I, look how many like boutique brands we're kind of into. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's just like they they're like limited in in how many they make. They're small batch cigars, and then of course you got your consumer that's always going to go back to like you referred to them as the legacy brands because I mean they've been around for hundreds of years. You know they're 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 household names in the cigar world. So I obviously understand why consumers would keep going back to products like that. But on the contrary. We were told, don't forget about those brands. No, no, no. But don't be afraid to try new shit, too. The way I would say it is, the legacy brands have a place because without them, some of these boutique brands wouldn't exist. They still get rolled at their factories. Prime example, you know, E.P. Carrillo, when they work with Crown Heads, my father, when they work with Tat, all these companies, you know, there's a legacy for a reason. They learn what they're doing from somebody and they improve it. But to play devil's advocate, like Ernesto is really not that big. Yeah. I mean, if you think about like the size of like Placencia based off of, or like if you look at Ernesto and then look at Placencia, like Placencia is huge, but they also have all their fields and everything like that. Ernesto does too, but it's a different kind of operation. Right. I was just more so including them in a name. They're like, they're, I think most okay, people. Okay. I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Like. I'm not going to say that or not. Trust me. When those pledge firecrackers come out, I'm buying a box. I'll be first in fucking line for them. Dude, the Allegiance is great. Have you guys tried that cigar yet? We have so them. we oh. actually have them. They're bought. They've been in my humidor for a month. And that is on our to-do list as a review. It's a great cigar. We got the bigger size, like the Toro. Yeah, it's really, really good. Because I, I didn't want to do what like the pledge was. I think it's it's going like to take you a 50. while, though. It's, That's fine. I mean, that That's cigar fine. smokes for a long, long time. Really great construction too, so he did a Looking, great job. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no. So it's been <laughs> what now? How long since you were last on December? Yeah. Yeah, early so December, about so five like, months. So y- you went through a move. Yep. Emergency move. Yeah. Unplanned. 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 Had a water main break like right when that freeze hit, right after Christmas this year or last year in twenty twenty two. Um, the apartment complex basically screwed us, had to do an emergency move, um, packed up all of our stuff, moved into my parents' house. Um, so it was Alicia, me, our dog, and my parents and, and the tiny house that I grew up in and for a couple months until we found a house and we finally found a house. Did your parents do that like, you're under our my roof, you're under our rule, <laughs> like the parents always do? No, because that was one of the stipulations. But like I knew we were pretty much desperate, but I'd rather live out of my car than fucking <laughs> yeah get treated like a child again. Yeah, that was yeah. It's it's way too far gone. Like I smoke cigars, I drink whiskey, <laughs> I like sitting by a fire. I don't know what to tell you. Hey, well, <laughs> you got your own place. Congrats on that. And Thank now you can do whatever the fuck you want. You Thank can you. Smoke cigars wherever, whenever you want. Yeah, I shot some guns like first <laughs> yes. day out in the backyard, Gr- a, grilling some meats, grilling. Hell yep. yeah, got some steak strip steaks. Hell yeah! All Got about plans it. Plans to redo the fire pit. The meat boys got a lot of plans. <laughs> yeah, the so, main the main meats. Yeah, are here. Caleb's all about the meat. That's right. 
Do you have a do you have a smoker? What do you? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm really not into the meat. I just said main meat one time oh, on the show, and okay. they give me shit about it. Okay, I yeah, thought Jerry we... was grabbing another bottle of whiskey or something. Oh man, <laughs> if you need it. But hey, there's bottles all around, man. No, it's great to be back on, guys. So I greatly appreciate it. Um, hey. How's things? I mean, I've been kind of listening a little bit. I saw all the cocktails from Rachel. From Rachel, so. That was exciting. I'm sure that was nice to have her in here and teach you some things. Yeah, Rachel's a good time. I mean, we were hoping she was going to be around. We would have had her on tonight, too, as well. So, Oh, shit. But, that would have been huge. Yeah. She's got a very busy schedule. Yeah, she, I'm you know, sure. with She's president of a distillery, so she's got all... She's traveling all over, but we love when she comes around to hang out. Very nice. Yeah. We're all just doing traveling. Jake's the traveling guy all the time. We're up in New Jersey for a day, and Rachel's also, all over the place, so that's also, just some of the new things. Thing sucks. Yeah, I know how you do it, Jake. <laughs> yeah, I uh, give us some tips. Um, it's just you just get on the road and smoke a cigar. That's it. It's what we did. I mean, a couple of pro your, tips. Pack your stuff up and you do your thing, and you go to different accounts. I got to go to Syracuse tomorrow, so and I'm coming back through, going home on Friday. Nice. And so I'm kind of doing my upstate tour. The Upstate Crown Heads Tour. I love it. <laughs> Got to get you a band with all your fancy gear, man. You get up and go, dapper young gentleman. Well, funny enough, <laughs> so um, in Ohio, we have a couple. Ohio's got a great group of reps, in my opinion. Um, not just because I'm from there, but there's a couple of us that are in our 20s that are, are pretty young, and we all know that the industry is full of a lot of older gentlemen and ladies um, that have been around for a while. And they know their shit, but, you know, this is just the natural evolution of things. So it's so Tyler Jones, he's with Espinosa Cigars. He's awesome. He's an encyclopedia of tobacco. He knows twice as much as I do about anything, honestly. Um, and then there is Eric with LFD. So we're all, like I said, kind of in our 20s. And we're going to do a we want to do a young guns tour. So, like, if you look at, like, the great old idea. Young Guns movie, I want to do, like, the poster and us, like, all three together and, like, do, like, multi-vendors for a couple stores and lounges in Ohio and Michigan since we cover that territory together. I feel like that'd be a lot of fun. I I, I was in a car with Gio and, uh, and Caleb for roughly 11 hours, and we kind of talked about how cool it would be to, like, have, like, a sweet bus. Yeah. But then I thought about how like we how much we drink and smoke, and I was like, who the fuck is going to drive us around? <laughs> yeah, you'd have who, to pick somebody. Yeah, who's going to drive us? Here's the real question. You're though, sober, the you're sober friend. Tour. Who's going to be Charlie Sheen? Um, Tyler. <laughs> Definitely Tyler. You got the Emilio vibes. Yeah, I haven't watched that movie in a long time, to be honest, so I'm going to... I'm going to have to need help on that one. On the Mr. Reference. Mighty Duck himself. <laughs> that story is inspired by what you can do after you get a DUI and change your life. Just help kids, you know? That's all you got to do. Yeah, dude. Coach I mean, hockey team, the flying V and all. First opening scene, the dude drives onto the ice on a pond with a fucking limo. Almost kills <laughs> all the kids. <laughs> it's fucked up, but that's that's literally what happened. And that was a Disney movie. You, you yeah. don't talk Trunk about Gordon Bombay like that. Jeez. <laughs> you know, listen, if Gordon Bombay didn't blow over 0. 0.8, <laughs> the Mighty Ducks don't exist. No Charlie Conway. <laughs> no Charlie Conway. Goldberg stays in heavyweights. That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> no knuckle so, puck. No, no knuckle, knuckle puck. puck. 
Wow. Dude, we would have been ruined of our childhood, deprived. Yeah. I mean, and then unfortunately, well, the one positive is the kids would have been spared of the terrible remake on Disney Channel. The only positive in the Sheen family and Estevez family is AIDS, right? <laughs> Tiger blood. Tiger blood? Tiger blood. Hey, Winning. That's Mar- AIDS, Mar- Martin's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, Martin Sheen was pretty cool. I liked him in The Departed until he got thrown off the roof. Was he in um was he in the original Wall Street? No. Yeah, I think he was actually Charlie Sheen's dad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm right. See? I fucking remember things yeah. once in a while. You're not the only one that knows everything about fucking movies. Blue Geo. Horseshoe loves Anacott Steel, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> Who's the Sima? other guy that I, I always mix up um Sheen and the dad I always mix up the dad and there's another actor, he was on uh Ghost of Girlfriend's Past or whatever. Oh, uh, Michael Douglas. Yes, I always mix up them two. I Dude, love Michael Douglas. Legend got cancer of the throat from, as he claimed, <laughs> eating too much box. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine Zeta Jones, right? That was her. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah baby. baby. Yeah. Dude, I knew you were going to hit that button too. I love it. Yes. I think my yeah. glass has a hole in it. <laughs> um,. Be my be our guest. Drink some more of this shitty whiskey, <laughs> or, um, or take your pick. You know, take your pick a lot. So, Widow Jane, sorry, it's not for everyone. I don't know. I mean, I'm getting a lot of apple, a lot of apple, cinnamon, spice, fruity, fruity. It uh, just it offsets hot, hot that rye. There's some smoke, like, and then the rye just kind of hits you in the back of the throat. Ah, you maybe? a jack guy? Do you like the bonded? Yeah, it's pretty good. Was he a jack guy? Aren't we all jack guys? I don't know. What guys? <laughs> Jacked guys. Yeah. Jacked guys. Jacked like, guys. Jacked guys. Caleb's just. What, are you, <laughs> what do you mean by that? What do you? <laughs> Straw guys. You know. No wonder you like want to go jack. to Taboo Men's Club. Taboo Men's Club. <laughs> Shout out to Caleb. Caleb. Shout out your sponsor. You man. guys come back from New Jersey, and he just keeps. He, you know. You know. <laughs> you know. Oh God. <laughs> He's mad. He's got fucking problems, man. Seriously, I got He's the t- a good he, dude. I got the tism. He got he's some sort of tism. He listen after this trip, he has been gumping a little extra lately. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. In the what? last few hours, he's gumping a little. <laughs> oh, more you don't know usual. about gumping? You what gumping? Like gumping, Forrest dude. Gump? I. He's got <laughs> is that like like mental stuff? It's like he's an idiot. But then oh. you turn out. But then you turn out successful like in the end. We, like we're PC on here, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. sort of, totally can't, PC. Can't yeah. say retarded or anything. You could say no, retarded. Can say oh, okay. So gumping. That's like gumping. like you're before retarded. <laughs> like you're not quite there, but you're gumping. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. It's a great word. K- Caleb, low key gumping. Like a box of I chocolates. You, you just never when know you're what saying, you're saying. I'm hearing dumping. I'm oh. like, what? Yeah, no, because you no. don't have your fucking headphones on. <laughs> there you go. I knew it was going to fucking happen. Okay. I knew I was going to get him once. Okay. Hey, he's got to show off the hat. Got to show off the hat. It's, yeah. It is I sweet, I said though. it looks beautiful. I can hear you guys Dude, just fine. He's got the dice. Um, you got the matches. You got, got, the, you got the cigar. Yeah. Feather. And the bandana. Dude, yep. that's, that's awesome. And the coolest part is, is so the... What side is it? Uh, my one, side. Your right side. The one with the white. So the white fabric that's on the crown is it was dyed with tobacco all about that cigar life right yeah, here so cigar then, till he dies and then they did like a i don't know if they can see it in the camera but they did a carved was, or like a hand burnt i'm gonna leaf. zoom into it yeah. i'm gonna zoom into it they did a hand burnt leaf so that's pretty cool yeah, that's a pretty sweet. Hat. He did that freehand. Can you believe that? So I, I just, I don't that? understand how people have the talent oh, wow, to do shit like that. Dope. But then, yeah. 
I don't know. Dude, you Dude just must m- be a fucking G. You just m- missed the Met Gala with that thing. You could have been there. You could have been at the Met Gala. I wish I was going to the this Kentucky is a perfect, Derby this Saturday. This is oh. a perfect time to shout out his uh his 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 Instagram handle. Who? Truly. Who? Yours? Jake's Finer Life. Jake's underscore Finer Life. Doing it big. Is this going to be for PCA? You rocking that at PCA or do you got I something else get, in the store? So the plan is, I don't know if it's going to happen or not, so don't hold me to it, but the plan is, is I want to get the logo for the new cigar that we're coming out with, and I want them to burn that into the side of it. Hell so yeah. They, so, so they almost have we to re- come up with like a brand, right? To burn that in, I'm guessing, right? Like no, they, 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 do have to like- they do it like freehand with like a like an electronic like burner. Like it's just like a, it looks like a, like like a, like pen. a little tattoo gun. It's like an electronic pen that has, that like heats up at the end. I don't know yeah, what they're it's, called. Uh, oh, they do it for like tables and shit. I yeah. See, it's like right? an etching, like an etching tool, but it, it's all, it's electric. Why, you, why is it that you of all people had to make that noise? I couldn't. He put it. He put it. In couldn't there. pop it off. Couldn't get it out. I the hole. I, he said I couldn't pop it off. I got it really excited because like you were kind of covering the label. I thought it was a fucking purple top. Like will it purple top? I'm like, oh shit! You guys brought out the big stuff for me. And then I see it, and it's like this applewood smoked bacon shit. Actually, you know, Jake still needs his jack over there. Oh, whatever. What, what do you want to do? I, we gotta listen. Get, you see something up there? It doesn't matter. Don't hold the podcast yeah, just, down. No, we're not holding. This is content. This is the podcast. Yeah, this is what happens every episode. Just making fun of me. You know, that's it. That's what happens. That's yeah, what bro. Do. You're a nice guy, though. It's I all right. Like, I have like a very you. nice clip of Geo for the afterherf. Oh boy, <laughs> it's gonna be perfect. Can't <laughs> wait for that one. It's it's just it is good. I give it. I've given it. Uh, it is good. Yeah. Oh man, dude, just get this guy a pour. Somebody get this guy a fucking oh, pour, oh, man. Get this guy some fucking right. whiskey. Right. Somebody well, get this guy no, a fucking I whiskey. Mess anybody up. Jesus oh, fucking Christ! I'm man. sorry, I screwed it up. No, What's you... in the decanter? Oh, that's our infinity blend. Let me try that. Yeah, dude, that shit's actually. I don't, I that's don't just. Wanna... Oh damn, bro! It's a. The last time just someone a nip, and then let me. Yo, taste the last it time that spilled on the table, the table burned. It took like color out of the table. It's probably not bad though. Yeah, you can fill that up. Oh, <laughs> so it's good, right? Yeah, like three fingered. Come on, thank you. Woo! Thank you. He's pulling the fucking hopper on us. What you? Wow. Um, I have the list. It's good, right? What? Do you guys put some stag in there? There's shit in there, man. There's, I got the list. It's all good. So we have a list, dude. There's some Heaven Hill. There's a lot of Heaven Hill in this, isn't it? Do you have like Elijah Craig barrel proof or something? There's Elijah Craig in it. Elijah Craig eighteen. That. Dude, that there's comes, Elijah yeah. 18 That's in the it. nose. That's Elijah Craig That's, 18. How much there. did you put in there? Uh, uh, I had it's I 10%. Had a little bit. 10% that, Elijah 18. It's 10% of our original Infinity blend that we did that had 20% of it. This nose. So cut it down a little bit. The nose is straight Heaven Hill. And oh. it's got beautiful legs on it, too. Well, I'll tell you what it's got in there. We got, uh, so 10% of our original Infinity blend 23, which had the Heaven's Door. Uh, and it had the Elijah Craig 18, and then we got Penelope Toasted Single Barrel in there, hmm. Old Forster Statement, Eagle Rare, Buffalo Trace, Breckenridge Rum Cask, and Horse Soldier Cast String. Breckenridge Rum Cask. I love that bottle. Wow. <laughs> so, That's a big mix. Blend. That's kind of like what we had floating around. We were like, alright guys, time to clear some fucking shelf space. This is how we do it. I will Are say, we out of Breckenridge, Doctor? 
we go through There's all that? one. I saw it. There's a Breckenridge over there? I could have sworn I saw a Breckenridge somewhere. Yeah. Thought Geo just bought a new bottle of that. Maybe there's like the the PX cast over there. I don't know. It, yeah. it might be over I there. like the Sherry a lot. Yeah, the Sherry? That was the, that was the PX. Yeah, yeah the, the PX. Yep. Pedro Menez. Yep. Yeah. Dude, let's get back into the cigar though, man. Yeah, yeah. sorry. How, how, how are we feeling about this fucking thing? This thing is fucking, this thing's good, man. This is a beaut. Creamy. Honest opinion. Creamy. Creamy cigar. Light. I'll be honest with you. This, this to me, and I, I, I usually don't say this about like a lot of Crown Heads products or, or a lot of products like Tat or anything like that, like yeah. my normal smoking stuff. This is like a cigar that like could be your first cigar. And it's not going to fucking absolutely annihilate you. It could, you. but I mean, that's the way I that's feel the about... creaminess. That's the way I feel about the regular Mel Diaz, too, though. Um, but the big key, the big difference is the retro hail. There is, it loads your nose up with a lot of spice, your palate <clears throat> there. And it, and then it leaves this like, like pecan, like nuttiness on the back end, which is really, really cool. I'm a fan of the shape and size of this thick. It's a perfect like shape and size, like a smaller ring gauge. A little bit longer, but I I think it's great. What would we call this? Um, like, what would this be classified as? Like, I'd say like a. It's like a. It's not a Toro, right? I mean, it's like it's. it's got I mean, a smaller it's, basically, ring gauge. it's basically six by forty-eight. So I mean, yeah. you could what is it, Corona. No, you could you could Corona. say a Toro if you want. I mean, most Toros are like six by, by fifty. 52. By fifty-two. By fifty. Not trying to be funny, but like a Corona extra. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah, you do like a double robusto, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean it's basically the size of our Mil Dios double robusto. Cause, sorry, I'm actually yeah, I'm actually, you know. I actually got to look. Caleb, yeah. Caleb was rocking his Budweiser hat, dude. I my head is getting like itchy. It's getting too hot. I <laughs> actually, to you're around. not too far off, Geo, because our Corona Gorda. Is a six by forty six. Yeah, I mean, so you're not too far off. You could do a, a Corona extra. So yeah, because this is definitely like the same thickness as like a Corona. So it's just a little bit. It's a forty eight. You said it's a forty eight. Yeah, so a Corona is a forty six. So. Yeah. So I wanted to touch on this with you, all right? Because obviously, uh, we're going to PCA this year. Yep, which is going to be a lot of fun. Oh, I can't uh, wait! I yeah, really hope I, we can. Uh, do what we were talking about. I'll I'll try to set it up, but I can't promise anything, dude. But uh, I, I don't know if it's gonna happen for us either. It's it's not looking that great. We we so for anyone wondering what we're talking about, we were kind of thinking about maybe doing the UFC fights. Oh, and, and or just catching catching up, grabbing some beer while or you're something out like there. That. But uh, hey, man, you still owe me a beer from last year. I'm taking you up on it this it's year. True. He goes. Yo, man, you want to do something after this? Uh, we'll catch a beer or something. I'll be at the bar. I'm like, he's like, just come find me. I'm like, this guy's fucking awesome. And that was my first encounter meeting you. Yeah, that was probably the night that I bought Rocky a drink and stayed out way too late. <laughs> oh, boy. That'll get you. But, well, I had to. I just left Burn, and I, I mean, who buys a drink for Rocky Patel, you know? But I had a lot of respect for the man. He gave me a shot, and... uh I had to kind of do me, so... Yeah, but he probably appreciated that. Like, oh, he did, for sure. I mean, he had two beautiful women on his arm, and I slid a drink over to him, and he was like, hey! And I'm like, hey! And he's like, oh, what's up? <laughs> Man's a pimp. 
pimping pimp yeah. on a blimp it's like people Hell people yeah. like that like when you like, they're not used to that so it's like they they respect the gesture i feel like he's it. a really genuine guy too like he honestly just loves watching people have fun so yeah. speaking of las vegas and pca uh the trade show is it pre- going to be pretty similar for you guys uh with your booth Are you guys going to be like located in the same spot i don't know I haven't seen the exact map yet. Um, I know we're going to be right next to EPC, which is going to be pretty cool. So we're going to be right back to back. We're in the middle of Oliva, Fuente, and Padron, and oh, Placencia. The, oh, I know exactly. So, I know exactly the area. Yeah, so I think it's. I'm a, picturing it because the EP was right next to them last year, and you yes. guys were kind of over. If you're walking into the left, yeah, maybe like a row in. Yeah. So we're we're going to be right in the middle of all three of those big players and EPC. So it's going to be really cool. And then Tatawahe is kind of off. We're in the middle of everybody. Are you um I know you guys sponsored like the pre-party last, last year. Last year, yeah. Are you guys sponsoring that this year? No. Uh, you know, not this year. You know who's doing that this year? I I don't not offhand. Yeah. So a lot it, of changes this year. But hey man, you guys had, you guys did a great job last year. It was yeah, I mean last there. year was one of those big years I think that with with Mike Condor, so like our our co owner and founder, he he's kind of like the behind the scenes guy and the the business guy, and he he's on the board of the PCA, so he's in Washington a lot, um, big advocate for the cigar industry and all the rules and regulations, especially with you guys up here in New York. So he had. I, I think last year was a really big year for us at PCA because we were the number one sponsor and the fact with Mike Condor being involved. So it's it was really, really cool. Especially for literally being I was at I was at Burn by Rocky Vitello, Indianapolis on July fifth and July seventh I was in Vegas with Crowned Heads. I remember you coming on the show maybe like a month after PCA for the first time and you were kinda of just talking to me about that and you're like I had some questions, you're like, you know what, man? I also appreciate this too. You were just like, dude, I really don't know that yet. And, yeah. and once I know it, I'll get you the answers. But as of this moment, I'm like, I don't know, three weeks into working for crown heads. I have no yeah. fucking clue what you're talking about. Yet. Well, and it's crazy because like you guys had just had Miguel on like not too long ago before that tough and, act to follow, uh, huh? Yeah. And that's what I keep telling everybody when it comes to, um, when it comes to this territory is that this was Miguel's territory. Like he had, he had he was in charge of it all like everybody knew him and everybody that is in the industry i think knows of miguel and he's such an infatuation like when he's around you like he will make you love whatever brand he is working for and and that has shown and been proven through the test of time whether it was with cao um duran Tarano, and now being with crowned heads as our national sales manager he's He's a really great boss, and I definitely think that any cigar company would be lucky to have him, but Crowned Heads has him. So, dude, it was so funny when he came on, man. Even just like his knowledge about like fucking pipes, like Briar, Meerschaum. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? This guy, he's one of the he most, know about tobacco. He's one of the most knowledgeable people in the industry that doesn't own a company, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, well, he's got a hat company. <laughs> he's got a hat company. <laughs> Which is very... Yeah, Herencia uh, 21. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Hey, maybe a cigar company's in in the works next for Miguel. You never know. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. He's got a bright future ahead of him. Or Still we, a young guy. We could do that, the four of us. Be oh, like, hell yeah. I don't know what it'd be called, but... Come up with a great name. Yeah. Something funny. 
finer herfs. It, <laughs> it can't be like too get. Never mind. We'll we can get into this another. Time, no one's gonna. But. Yeah, you can't tm. You can't tm this. What, what we're coming up with. It These can't be private too ideas. gimmicky. I always hate gimmicky names. Hmm. Got a wild dog on the. There's a somewhere. wild dog outside wild. right now. That's fine. That's actually just uh, that dog coming out of Caleb. That is my <laughs> wife walking our dog and my Yorkie trying to fight the German Shepherd next door. I guarantee it. Sounded like up. a German Shepherd. It is. It's a German Shepherd. Yeah. My dog's trying to fight the German Shepherd. The I Yorkie. Like, I like German Shepherds a lot. Yeah. Yo, what you got against Yorkies, though? I don't. Mm. I don't have anything against Yorkies. All right. The German Shepherd does, I feel like though. Billy Smalls or whatever. What's that guy's name on friggin' Barstool? <laughs> Where he's John just like Taffer? eating ice cream. And oh, Glenny Balls? Oh, yeah, Glenny Balls. Glenny Balls? <laughs> yeah, yeah Glenny like, Balls. He's like, no, nah, just, he just sits there and just... Yeah, nah. he just kind of like gives the nod. He's just like... Did you see that Morgan Wallen interview? Yeah, with them? that was so funny. He's like, he's like, how many songs are new on your on your new album? And he says thirty six. And he's like, he's like, there's way too many songs on there. And he's like, we'll never hear the end of it. <laughs> he's like, no, you probably won't. <laughs> I freaking love Morgan Wallen. He's hilarious. He's funny. They had uh, Josh Allen. They featured Josh Allen, the Bills yeah. quarterback, on yeah. there. And I think Josh Allen may have been a little too intelligent for for them for him. Because he had like a rebuttal to everything that what's that kid's name Caleb, Caleb Presley. Caleb Presley, yeah. yeah. So funny. he had an answer for all of Caleb Presley's weird questions. He's kind of annoying as fuck, though. Like that Caleb dude. Like, but he, I like, think but, not you. But but <laughs> comes with the territory. But here's the thing, though. These guys sign up for these interviews with Barstool knowing what the fuck they're getting into. There's no way you sit down with Caleb Presley and you're like, okay, we're about to have an intellectual, yeah. intelligent <laughs> conversation. Like conversation, it's not happening. You know that he's going to say some weird ass shit. Yeah. And it's going to get weird, and you're going to have to be, like, clever. Yeah. And I think it's kind of funny to see guys have to dig into their, like, minds to come up with answers to these strange fucking things. Well, the dude will, like, mind fuck you. Like, it's crazy. Like, the way sometimes I'm even watching it, and I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, how did he turn that around? Like, when, when he was doing the Aaron Rodgers interview, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, like, was just like, I feel like. He just was not having it. Like he just, he just. Well, yeah. he, well, Aaron Rodgers almost walked out of like the big cat and uh, PFT interview because they were asking him like COVID questions. He got like mad. He's like, "I already answered the question." He's like, "Don't ask me again." I like Aaron Rodgers a lot, I, just a because fan. of that stuff. Like he was literally allergic to some like whatever is in like the Pfizer shit, and people hated him for it. It's like <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't say that to somebody if like there was like fucking peanuts. In the <laughs> Pfizer vaccine. You damn. Of, well, we can talk about it another time. Allergic. You damn kids in your peanut allergy. Yeah. You gotta sit by yourself at he the lunch allergic. tables. He was allergic. You know that? Listen. They make the peanut kids sit alone at lunch tables now. They get they get a group of kids who are allergic <laughs> to peanuts now, and they all have to sit separate from the other that kids. That does suck, though. So they, like, segregate, they segregate the peanut kids? And you know, Dude, well, you're, I, that's see, why they took them off airplanes. Is, uh, imagine now, like, back if that was, like, the 90s, some fucking... Some Douche would be throwing Reese cups at the kids or something. 100%. At, at my high school, if you, there was a peanut only table, kids would definitely be getting peanuts thrown at them. That Are would you hot, 100% Jerry? happen. You're cold? Like a little bit? I try to run things back here, because, like, well, but, you, but I'm wearing a t shirt. You got like 15 bars of radiation back there. Like, that's why. Like, <laughs> yeah, like shit. And shit. this fucking sun in front of your face. Shit's going. <laughs> shit's going. Uh, Are you cold? No, I'm like sweating my ass off. Yeah, I'm getting hot too, man. <laughs> I'm really? Yeah, I'm getting hot. You're what? I'm, I'm good. Fucking meat sweats over here. That's right, meat sweats. Well, I apologize, guys. I'm figured. <laughs> no, I figured you'd be hot. 
Geo, Mr. Testosterone over there. <laughs> Geo fucking the the temperature goes under fucking seventy degrees, and Geo has to wear a jacket. Really? No, 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 no. Dude, you have like enough muscle mass, like Captain America, to have like four <laughs> times the average heart rate of American. This episode is sponsored by Diebel and Trent. Send us some, actually. Please, please send us. That's hilarious. Caleb's I'll like, I need some it. growth hormone. <laughs> I'll take some. Yeah, definitely. Hit me up. Hit me up. <laughs> I don't know if you need growth hormone. You have a couple of kids, right? Yeah, I don't need to grow taller. Just like wider. What? Like what? you know, like what? muscular, wider. You need some girth. Okay, clip that. Ask your wife. Ask your wife. Come on, man. Oh, come on. Come on, man. I'll just ask my brother. He's got the juice. The last uh, juice. The last uh, Aaron Rodgers comment. Respect Aaron Rodgers as a player. But fuck the Jets. Fuck the Jets. That's absolutely right. Now he's in the AFC East. I got no respect for him at all. Is that because... Is there like a big like Bills Jets thing? Not really, but Jets no, because fans the Jets are suck. just the worst. <laughs> they are the worst, <laughs> yeah. dude. Annoying. I think it's They're just bad. New York in general. We got to see it firsthand last night. We were fucking at this restaurant. The New York Knicks are playing. They're beating the Heat. It's fucking, it's, it's a fucking, it's wild, man. Yeah. They got fucking ham horns going every time the fucking <laughs> Knicks fucking ham horns every time the Knicks score a basket. Pew, 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 pew. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what is happening right now, dude? Then they win. They start singing the fucking song. How's it go, Gio? Go New York. Go New York. It was like the fucking Vanilla Ice Ninja Turtles song oh, from the damn. old movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a Knicks fan, so I'm not even a big basketball fan. Fuck this- your life. Bing bong. <laughs> Side talk, Side New, talk York. New York. I write Pete to that channel. Long Island. What's yeah, fucked yeah. up though with that is like we're sitting there like God. I hope the Knicks win because mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with that, dude. I felt like we were definitely outsiders. Like yeah. people knew we weren't from that area for sure. I wonder what gave it away. Um, dude, it's the accent. Like probably <laughs> because every single person in there. Had like New York Nick shit on, and we came in and like fucking Geo had like this tight ass fucking Dude, army, army the, colored shirt. I think it's the accent and attitude. Like you guys have attitude up here, but it's not like New York attitude is like fucked up in your face. But it's like, not down there though. Like it's like if you talk about like Philly and New Jersey and New York City, like it's like yeah, it's like twelve year old kids walking they, around. I'm walking here. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I mean, I got two pinky rings on, but like, it's like <laughs> oh, you probably fit in, man. <laughs> I did, dude. When I was in, uh, I did two events with the Cigar Republic, so like um, Atlantic Distribution. If you guys get a chance, go to like any of the Cigar Republics. But there's one in Philly, and there's one in um, there's north, there's one north of New York City, and these guys are just freaking great, and they have great locker members. But like everybody, like. They got like the gold chains and the hair is slicked back and it's all black. And they got the got Cadillacs. The, they, yeah, they, they got, got the yeah they got the shovel and the fucking dead bed. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to Philadelphia and I thought this was the, it was like the coolest thing, but the strangest thing I had ever seen. Okay, we are on a hunt. I'm a big like Always Sunny in Philadelphia fan. So we went to try and find where the, the inspiration for Patty's Pub went. There's actually a Patty's Pub in yeah. Philadelphia. Right. So we go into this place. It's like maybe 4.50 in the afternoon. Five o'clock hits. We're in there having a beer. Every dude in the fucking town walks in. Why they have their hard hats and lunchboxes and just didn't leave them in the fucking car made no sense to me, but every guy just rolled up with their lunchboxes and their hard hats. Dude, Threw them on the bar of, and they just started drinking. It was a, a Friday night. 
it, it's just it, like the the example of blue collar. It's blue same, collar town. It's Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Philly. We th- this city it used was to be Buffalo. like that. Youngstown, Youngstown used to be that way. I mean, like, I mean, you want, I mean, well, you guys are, I mean, you're in the Rust Belt, so like, you you understand. So, but my question is this: Why the lunchbox though? Why bring it in? Why don't you not leave it in the car? I think it's an old coal miners thing. Man. You think? Well, yeah, what if like, you're hungry and like you got left boss, over? My what old, coal mines are in Old Philly, though? My old... <laughs> no, what? Because there's New Philly, obviously, you've been yeah. there. So there's New Philly and Old Philly. So yeah. Patty's Pub was like in the the corner of Old Philly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't well, know. But I they all came out with their lunchboxes and hard hats. I'm I like, think where do they a, come from? I think There's it's no factories of, here. I think it's a sense of pride, though, honestly. Like, I have a boss, an old boss that... Corey Gregory, he's with Max Effort Muscle. Um, he created it, but like he used to be a coal miner. He's from Steubenville area, and that's all coal mining town. And like he still has his old lunchbox, like from his days. They have stickers like, and shit all over him. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, like it's yeah. just like a, it's a sense of pride, you know. And that's, I mean, good on him. These aren't like. You know your cool little, uh, you know, fabric lunchboxes that the you throw. In the fuck. They're they're like tins and they're like, like plastic. Ammo cans. Yeah, yes, exactly. They're like ammo cans. Yep, <laughs> they're and they're slapping stickers. Toolboxes. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Literally, you can't yeah. put ice in that shit. Yeah, dude, they're not leaving their fucking drills in the car. They're fucking. <laughs> fucking they're bringing lead. them right into the bar. It's like yeah. lead paint. Yo, asshole, <laughs> you using Dewalt? Why well, use fucking Milwaukee? <laughs> Like, and they're just fucking drilling holes into the bar top. Who's That's got the so better great. drill? Who's got the better <laughs> drill? Yeah. Obviously, this is just you a hypothetical situation. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, asshole. You got Ryobi? Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Home Depot. Yeah, your ammo. Suck my ass. <laughs> your ammo can ain't uh, painted with lead paint. Mm-hmm. You're a pussy. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you don't get little lead poisoning every day, you ain't shit. <laughs> But yeah, that's how old Philly was, man. It was kind of it was kind of cool to see it. I think I have the black lung pop. Yeah, right. <laughs> the fucking they're they're bringing it all home to the family. That's probably why they bring it to the bar, dude. When I was there, like a couple, or I was there about a month ago with Tim Osgener, and we did an event, like I said, at the Cigar Republic. But on my way back home, I stopped like in North Philly. I don't know where it was, but it looked. It looked, you know how like how you picture Boston. It just looked like those hills, like with just like all yeah. those old homes and stuff like that. Yeah, like, like a true Pits- neighborhood, parts of, Pittsburgh, like parts that, of yeah. Pittsburgh and stuff like that. But I walk into this place because I was looking for brunch, and it was like one of the best like brunch spots I've ever had. But it was in this this back of this factory, and I went to pay, and he's like, "Yeah, we don't take card here." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> it was all <laughs> cash. Only. It was all cash, and then they were like, "Yeah, we have an ATM over here." I'm like. Okay, cool. And then obviously, like we all know, the pain in the ass when it comes to ATMs. You have like a two dollar charge on like taking the money out, and then you have a two dollar charge from your bank, and then you have a two dollar processing fee. Annoying. I hate <laughs> so that. So for like a twelve dollar meal, I paid six bucks for to have cash because I didn't have cash on me. <laughs> but it, so I, I thought, how cool, but how bizarre to have a place in twenty twenty three only accept cash. So actually in Buffalo I can name like five different places off really? off the top yeah. of my head that does cash only. And you think that like maybe it would deter people from going like I like to put things on my credit card or oh man I only have a card. The, they're busy all the time. People go out and get cash. Yeah. 
Barbell, when we went to the chicken wing place last time you were in town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That used to be a cash bar. Well, I remember only. you telling me the that. The OG and one. And I was like, fuck, man, I think it might be cash Those only. Those were really good wings. The, o- the OG Barbell, right? Yes. Yeah. But then that one, Barbell North. Yeah. They, 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 they're brand new and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I the do. New, the old Barbell takes card now, too. Okay. Yeah. I do want you guys to come down to Ohio to just go to this one wing place. We we have to absolutely make a trip down there. I Come promise you, we're gonna event make this year. You got it's St. Patty's Day weekend. Just plan on it already. It's, it's like the biggest weekend in Buffalo for you guys. It's just there's a lot happening as here. cops. One, if you're not working it, you're you're working. You're part, it. yeah. You're yeah. You're participating in yeah. it, or like there's a lot going on. Or we're doing a barrel pick. Or we're doing a barrel pick. Yeah, and then we, we got to slang barrel bottles all week. So we dropped our barrel pick on St. Patrick's Day. I can assure you, we're not doing that again. Yeah, that was. It was just a lot for that week. I'm telling you, you guys got to go next year. It's it's amazing. That's time. at the Tenderbox, right? Tenderbox at Easton, Columbus, Ohio. They do it every year. Um, last year there wasn't a huge, like, hierarchy in the cigar industry. What I mean by that is like industry people, but like you still had uh, Krishna Roa, you had Hector, which is the master blender for Espinosa cigars. You had David Blanco. Um, so it, it you still get those big people and I mean you're talking three hundred people in a tent smoking cigars and there's fifteen plus vendors yeah. that are handing out cigars. So I gotta be honest with you. Even if we would have committed to going that weekend, right? Still we I ended up having like a family emergency. Yeah. That Saturday or that Friday actually. There's no way I would have came. Well, then it was meant to be. We could, I could talk off air about it just because... There were, no, you're good. But there was like a family emergency. Well, then it was meant to be. You remember that? Yeah. It, like, there was no way I was leaving town. It, it Like, it was Oop. it was just not... not oh, I'm sorry to hear that. It's all right. Everything's yeah. fine now and everything's good. So good. everything, it was just like a false alarm, but just some things that needed to be, you know, fixed. Yeah. So how's the cigar smoking for everybody? Dude, this thing's awesome, man. Has it changed at all on you? So I'm in like the middle of the second, third, I'd say. Uh, I'm enjoying it. That's that's about all I can speak. Good draws all around. Good draw. I was a little nervous with my draw at first. It seemed a little tight, but then it loosened right up. Gave it a little pinch, and then it was fine. Okay. Nothing crazy. He's the one you got to worry about too, man, because he's the one that I straight cut it. I he gives he's the one that gets all the crazy fucking ratings. I like hearing him. I like <laughs> not not crazy good, he's crazy the bad. No, he's, I like he's the, the tough raider. I like the critics though. I mean, that's what it should be. Like, when, listen, like, I, I'm a. He's honest. It's no secret that I'm a crown head fan. Like, I have chased yeah. down some. Didn't you say the shit. Azul's was your favorite last year? Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah, and that was my number two, by the way, too. Yeah. So. It ranked in my top five. But you like the Lancero, the four kicks Copa Lancero? I right? did love that one. Yeah. Got an honorary mention, but we did smoke some great stuff throughout the year. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. I mean, it's easy when you got fucking people that make sure you fucking get the shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. It's fucking yeah. awesome, man. I mean, I, I don't know what we need to do better to make those relationships, but we try. We reach out to people all the time, and it's just fucking crazy, man. Like, I think it's just getting reps on here, man, honestly. We like, we do our best, man. Like, I, I do, and if they don't do it, fuck them. Literally, we try everything to get people to come on. Yeah. I mean, we, we occasionally get a couple good packages sent our way, which is always nice and lovely. To I mean, there's no reason like why like reps like shouldn't be wanting to do this podcast. You guys have the fun. setup; it's very comfortable. It's not like like bourbon and BS, like my old podcast, where like back in the day it was just like a Yeti blue mic, and we just sat around a table and bullshitted. So 
I mean, we still bullshit, but <laughs> yeah, it's but more you guys. Fun. I mean, there's like one, two, three, four, five lights, and you have three cameras that you can Bluetooth pick where it's on, and you have freaking Joe Rogan style mics. Four, you got four cameras. Sorry, yeah, we got the TV. We, we can up. pull up clips. Yeah, you, you know, have we do crazy things. Camera, yeah, two. we've added production value. Yeah. No, this is insane. I say that every time I'm on here. Well, so. everything changes every time you come. Now we, we even sit you in a different seat now. I know. It's wild. Strategic, too. It's got the door behind my back. Kind Strategic, of too. <laughs> we got your six. Yeah, we do. We yeah. got your six, man. Pew, pew. I can't think of a, a safer place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm enjoying it. I'm getting down to like the final third, picking up a lot of creamy uh, peanut butter-like notes. Yeah. So um, I, I really, really like it. I normally have been trying to slow down my smokes, but... Burning through this one. Yeah, you smoke fast. So he actually took some shit for this uh, the other day. <laughs> yeah, we actually Travis. had, <laughs> yeah, we had uh, Travis Pappenheim on from Altidus Cigars. Yeah, he's great. He's and, awesome. And he uh, he came into the lounge and we 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 were talking with him and uh, Mame Kendall, and uh, they they were giving him some shit about how he smokes a, he can smoke a cigar in twenty minutes, and they're like, dude, man, just savor the moment, relax, take your time with the cigar, get some tasting notes, and now. We're on our way yesterday, just cheaping cigars to New Jersey. Yeah, just clam baking the truck. Yeah, and Caleb is like the last guy to get done with the fucking cigar. I took a I'm long like, time. What the fuck? I took is a going long on? time with that uh, Lomo. So, so how long? Time. How long did it take or take you to finish the Pastelitos, the Lake Creme? Um, I remember timing it down to. I started it with like an hour thirty left. And it lasted about 45 minutes, 50 minutes. Okay. So I, I was slowing That's it down. That's still a long time. I was also driving, too, so you yeah. know, I wasn't trying to, like, chief through it. You know, you, you know, it's tough to, when you're driving sometimes, and you go in, like, 75-ish. It's great that, like, Jerry, you let, like, one, you smoke in your car, in your truck, and you let these guys smoke in your truck, because that, that makes a long trip. 10 or 20 times better well that's what i'm saying i mean i was like yo fellas just make sure you got cigars and i'm not gonna lie this this like five and a half hours there and like for some reason six back maybe they just took into account like some traffic or whatever on the way back but yeah. listen when you're bullshitting with your buddies and it's smoking cigars it's really not that bad yeah. man it's actually kind of fun and i think that's where the idea of like how fucking cool would it be if we had like a fucking bus and we just did shit like this <laughs> yeah. and just drove around well, fucking smoking? Well, and that would even make it easier. Yeah. I mean, like I drove I drove from Cleveland to New York City about a month ago. You do it all by yourself too, right? And I did it all by myself and I started it at eight o'clock at night. Oh, late night driver. And it took it's tough. I like I like late night drives because there's one, there's less traffic, but most people think Smart. it's more dangerous because it's dark and you can't see shit. But I mean, I just drove eighty all the way across. And honestly, I just put on Joe Rogan and smoked cigars. I stopped once and and I love driving through uh Pennsylvania. I really do. I think Pennsylvania is like one of the most underrated states. As far as traveling goes, uh, we you know what it's, it's cool uh, when you you're going to Cleveland, New York. So when did you go through PA? Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's what I was saying. Yeah, there. I drove across eighty. So, so just, like, oh, okay, yeah. That's what there's we like did. there's like yeah. no police there, so it's it's you Dude, can really it's awesome. go 80, Well, there's yeah. nowhere to sit. Like it's all. Yeah. I mean, you're driving through the mountains. There's nothing there. Yeah, there's nothing there. So it's basically like the Poconos, right? You're driving through the Poconos and shit. Like eight, that's what we just did. Eighty all the way, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Then we got off, and it was just. 
Oh, that's right, because it does go down into New Jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It kind of goes like... The Delaware Water Gap. Yeah, the water... Yeah. The old <laughs> water gap. The old where Washington Caleb, crossed the Delaware. Caleb Caleb <laughs> filled the water gap. That's right. That's what I'm here for. Filling gaps. Yep. Filling, Filling gaps, gaps and, and picking applewood smoke bacon whiskey. I, You know what? I think he be, might be the one with the gap. It, <laughs> you know that, what? That gumping. Oh. The gapping. You're gapping now. Gapping. Jeez. Oh, I was going to just say thank you to Gio for all the cigars that he gave us, but you know what? Fuck that guy. Yeah, so I got the name for our cigar brand. It's Gumpin' Puros. Oh, no. And it's Caleb instead of Tommy. No. It's just Caleb with, the, it's Caleb with the, the, the tin hat as the logo. It should just be you with like leg braces on, like metal leg braces. <laughs> or me holding up a shrimp. Uh, me and a shrimp. There you go. Yeah. Yo. Bubba Gumpin'. But, oh, man. Where are we at in the show here, Caleb? All right, I think it's time for uh, Patrol Gone Wild. Hey. Favorite segment. Oh, man. Let's go. Patrol Gone Wild. We're doing it big. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what do you got for a story, Caleb? Because I don't amazing. know if you sent me anything. Um, I didn't send you anything just because I had a crazy, like, uh, headline. So <laughs> sound effect. The gunshot, man. and <laughs> so fucking awesome. And then our crackhead, you know, saying it. <laughs> He's our local crackhead. Oh, my God. So I have socialite Jasmine Harton. Uh, if you don't recognize the name, she's a Canadian socialite. Um, she pled guilty in the shooting death of a Belize cop. Um, so this is out of Belize. Uh, so we have 34-year-old Harton, uh, ex-wife of British billionaire Lord Michael Ashcroft. Lord. Oh, yeah. So you know he's got Lord, some money. Lord, Lord. The Lord. So um, they were in Belize, and her and her ex-husband accidentally shot Police Superintendent Henry Germat in the head uh, two years ago in May just uh, found guilty uh, like j- like today. This is right out of the New York Post today. Um, I don't know why they shot him. There's not a lot of details. They're kind of keeping it hush hush since they're like why does millionaires it take and billionaires. Two years to do shit like that. Justice, man. Like well, I'm, justice I, system. I, I, I'm on. not in it. So like, if you guys can enlighten, we're me. gonna just. Remember, this is in Belize, so I don't even know what their court systems are but like. But two years? I wouldn't be surprised. You have to remember, too, because it's international. You're going to have their embassy getting involved, random shit like that. So but, they just spend time in the clink, like, during that time? Or, like, they're, or they, they can if they're be held good. at, like, I would imagine there's a Canadian embassy. She's, well, look, I mean, think of, like, like Brittany Griner, just, like, bringing I'll, weed into fucking Russia. Next thing you know, she's, like, a prisoner there for what? What a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, but, I, I mean, like... They just held her, and the embassy really couldn't do anything. They're like, hey, man, those are our laws, and she fucking broke them, so get fucked. So yeah. right now, this Harton is uh, being held in a Belize holding center until sentencing at the end of the month. Um, it says on the night of the shooting, her and uh, the police chief and her ex-husband, because they're clearly not together right now, um, they all shared a drink together and walked to the pier because the moon was beautiful. And all of a sudden, a gun went off in this police superintendent's head. I don't know how or why. Uh, he was uh, shot with a Glock 17 handgun. It's like some it Illuminati just, shit. It just went off, they said. I don't even remember touching the trigger on the gun. They were probably talking about like Jeffrey Epstein or something. <laughs> probably had something to do with that. Uh, you got an English billionaire, a Canadian millionaire, 
and a Definitely. super and a Belize superintendent cop. I don't. You don't know what Definitely could have Epstein. <laughs> could be related. Is this patrol right gone wild, or is this some kind of fucked up conspiracy you're going off on? Bob? Oh, we can go <laughs> no, down no. that road real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah dude. Clearly, She's, I mean, yeah, that just sounds all fucked up, but. <laughs> So she said she's not a murderer and she's being set up. She thinks she's being set up. Um, she said it's a small country. Everyone's scared of the Lord Ashcraft's fa- family here because they own the banking systems. Of I you said Lord Ashcraft. <laughs> That's what I, I thought. You now, said. I mean, here's the thing: like, I could buy that. Like, he did it, and she's the fall. But- uh, so they say she might have been romantically involved with the law enforcement chief. She said it's all a rumor. It's denied, and they're saying that. Uh, because her ex-fiance's Lord Ashcroft's family owns the banking systems and the newspapers, and they practically run the economy of Belize, she's claiming it's a setup. So Lord Ashcroft. This sounds like a- the Murdoch files. Oh, oh we're not getting back into this, man. <laughs> Fuck, I can't talk about this. Lord- sounds like the Murdoch shit. Lord Ashcroft's definitely a cuck and wasn't feeling it that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they also. So she also claimed that other corrupt Belize. Corrupt Belize police officers were trying to murder her and disguise her death. So they, you know, she's saying it could have been a setup. Uh, her ex husband has gained custody of their two children. So we'll see what happens at the end of the month. But a uh, crazy thing when you got two really rich people killing a police officer in a foreign country. Just that I thought it was a really crazy, wild story. And you never know what's going on in other countries, even when you got millions and billions of dollars. Thank Can't you escape for that murder. Story. Interesting, right? Very interesting. Well, on uh, happier things, I just have a little clip that I found off fucking Instagram. This shit's pretty funny. Uh, I'm going to play it up here for you guys. Uh, this is just some drunk college kid, and uh, he's being woken up by the police. So here's what happened. Is this here in Boston? Uh, hey, man. How much have you had to drink tonight? Not enough. Not enough? Not enough. Man. All right, where you? City boy! City boy! <laughs> so, yeah. The, the clip is just some drunk kid in a Dallas Cowboys uh, jersey. He's laying in the middle of the street with a crowd around him, and some police officer just kind of walks up. He's like, hey, sir, how much have you had to drink tonight? And he's just kind of like, not enough. Not enough. He was drunk in a bar. They threw him into public. They may have. Those those dirty cops. Well, no, not the cops. <laughs> I wouldn't blame the cops. I'm talking about his fucking friends. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. You're the city's problem now. <laughs> but uh, I just, this is, this really has me thinking about like the South Park episode with the PBR. <laughs> I'm white trash and I'm in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. No. The kid just like Undertaker it up to be like, not enough. <laughs> right. I wish I had the fucking Undertaker gong sound. Like, dum, dum. So, I mean, like, this just like drums up to like, uh, like public indecency, right? Or like public intoxication. Is that the. There's no crime. Like, I gotta that be honest with you. I really don't. Yeah, I think that this kid's gonna end up in like a detox. I wouldn't really imagine him being in like a lot of trouble. Uh, Is there a crime like that or like in Buffalo that I mean, like you like guys do disorderly with? conduct? But that's like a you can like just for being drunk. If, yeah, this guy. Like if you're just acting a goddamn fool in the middle okay. of the street and you're completely fucked. Okay. Two things can happen. One, you can get a ticket for it. For that, like that's fall- like. For like falling over, sure, like being a fool, like just drunken. But like, like, say you're like falling over, being and like a you're new, not being a public or, nuisance. Public, yeah, okay, fine. sure. Or there's while this guy is a literal liability to himself, we are going to physically bring him to the hospital, and he's going to be forced into detox, and he cannot leave the hospital until he's detoxed and better. I mean, that's that's nice. It's uh, public service. 
Well, it is, but there's nothing worse in the world than fucking trying to, one, argue with somebody who's drunk. Oh, yeah, I know. Two, try and, you know, wrestle with somebody because they're they're not willingly going to detox. Right. Got them, it's, it's not happening. They got them beer muscles, too. You know, they get aggressive. They want to fight a little more. Well, then one, and then on top of that, they're a fucking liability. Because, like, I mean, yeah. they're, they're squirrely. They're real yeah. squirrely. So. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I just, like, relax the more I drink. I'm like a tired drunk. I get sleepy, Unless, but I get silly. I get silly with it too. You're in your 30s. This yeah. kid, I'm, I'm sure he would be <laughs> like 22. Yeah, yeah. He's, young. he's also like a Cowboys fan. So what, like, his, listen, that wasn't the worst decision he made that day. We know what putting 20, on that jersey uh, was probably the worst. We know decision. what Caleb in his 20s partook in outside of bars. We won't get into that, but we know. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Caleb. Ah, I've had some fun times. <laughs> <laughs> been there done that hell yeah been there ate that <laughs> oh no daddy chill <laughs> oh no oh, that, no. Is, that is a wink and a nod if you will hell yeah but uh yeah anyways Gio did you have one this week probably not, not right no. alright no problem uh Caleb I, I mean I guess at this point in the show we can get into our cigar review what we what we thought of it we're on the hot seat because Jake's here so be nice no it's um, hey, honest. look. I took this thing down to the nub. Fair to say, I'm gonna give a very honest score on this one. Um, appearance got an eight point five. Love the triple band on it. You know what more can you say? Always a classy cigar from Crown Heads. But there, the triple band. Only two what's bands. a ten? Like what's as far as bands go for you guys? Like just like appearance, the, appearance. So it's got to be like a very flashy. You band. know, maybe yeah. yeah, flashy band. It might be over the top in some cases. You guys will probably give the allegiance like a nine and a half. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so like a Fuente this is no ass. shot at some of the the, yeah. the yeah. companies out there. But it, when I think of like a ten presentation, right? You pop open a box of you know EPCs, You're right? Like, you oh, pop shit. open those fucking Arturo Fuentes. Yeah. You know, like a, like a Destino or a Davidoff or or fucking like an Atabay. Like we talked about the Spectres. The Spectres would get a 10 for a presentation. I mean, it's they're so fucking ridiculous. cool. Then we take into account how they how they look in the box as well. Because yeah. the way I see it is like how it appears on a shelf yeah. is a big part of how it would be to the consumer that knows nothing about cigars. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, you, ha- is... you had the band at the you had the band at the foot and then the two at the top. You had that yeah. the M and then the limited edition 2023 on there. But uh, box is cool. A box of twelve of that, right, Jake? Yeah, box twelve. So they're double stacked, kind of like the Azuls. Yeah. Yeah. And just like the Lake Creme Bellicosos. Now the Mildias is they've been just kind of throwing a whole wrench as far as boxes. You don't know what to expect. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially with the LEs, like the LEs are always a special box. But honestly, I love just the so like you're talking about like appearance. I think like the original. Um, Mil Dias, which is just like a lacquer wood box with the gold uh, Mil Dias logo on it. Mm-hmm. I think those look great, and they're twenty count boxes. So, like when you open them up, it's. I yeah. think a twenty count box always looks better than a ten count, just because it's like so many cigars. Yeah, there's depth to it. Ten, yeah. ten's a little come, weak, and they come with like a little uh, like pamphlet or like sheet in there that kind of gives a story of like why Mil Dias is named why it or what yeah. it is. So. 1,000 days. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Yeah. Well, to continue, uh, burn. Got a nine. Uh, burn very well. Uh, construction, nine and a half. Very nice stack of dimes. I was trying not to do the, like the long ash contest, so I was keep on ashing it, but stayed up very nice. Just like uh, Jake said in the beginning of the podcast when I had the, you know, the little ash going. 
Very nicely constructed. Didn't have to ash it, touch it up, nothing like that. Uh, draw, I went with the V-cut, gave it a 9 as well. Had no problems with my draw. And enjoyment, hey, we got the man, the myth, and the legend, Jake Sanders, in studio <laughs> with us right here. You're too kind. The, the dapper Don of Crown Heads. You're too kind. Um, gave it a 9, <laughs> smoked it down to the nub, and I'm with my boys. So this got a 45 overall, which is a 90 from me. So... That you know, is a Caleb smoke. review right there, man. Very nice. Perfect, buddy. I like it. Well guys, said, my friend. You guys got this down pat. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think- don't know. Have you figured out our rating system yet? It's literally A, B, C, D, E. So, it's appearance, burn, construction, draw, enjoyment. overall enjoyment. That's pretty sweet, though. So, it's just A, B, C, D, E. The every man, the everyday man, could do that. <laughs> Got to keep it simple, stupid. I think it's awesome. Though. Yeah, it's just so simplified, and then we double it because obviously you'd want to be out of a hundred for most ratings. But so. I like that because it's like the same thing as like the ABCs when it comes to bourbon. Like it's yeah. like alcohol, bottle, or like you know, proof stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I'll get into my review. So for the appearance, I gave this an eight. Uh, this is the pretty much the same thing, uh, the same Mil Diaz band. Uh, they just changed up the logo. This year on the band that says limited edition 23. They just added a band. They just added a band. That's it. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. The burn I gave it an 8.5. Really nice burn. I had to touch it up a few times. That's probably because I got a little long-winded today. I had a lot to say about New Jersey. <laughs> no, it's uh, good. The construction. Snooky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We saw that Snooky thing. But uh, the construction, I gave it a 9. As always, Crown Heads comes out. Well-constructed cigar. Built like a tank. You know, you know the thing can take... The, the relighting, the, the mm-hmm. setting it down, it's just, it's not going to fall apart on you, hopefully. The draw, I gave it a nine, as well of a draw as you could want. You're getting a, the smoke when you want it, not too loose, not too tight. I know you said you had a little bit of an issue on one, but hey, like the, you said, hand-rolled I've, cigar. I've smoked like probably a box of these in the last week, and I've only had one that was like that. So Handmade product. Figures it happens on your guys' podcast. Not everything's perfect. Uh, and the overall enjoyment, I gave it a 9, bringing me to a 43.587 overall. Very similar to, I think, last year's. Ellie. Uh, Ellie. Yeah. Which is really good score for me. So yeah. I, 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 I personally love this. size was a little better. Just a little smaller, but the thing is, I didn't mind this cigar. It's actually even, thicker, even though it was yeah. But I'm saying like even though yeah, so the ring gauge Sorry. was a little bigger. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I didn't mind the size because yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna extend the length, I I kind of prefer a smaller ring gauge on a it, cigar. It gives that Sumatra a little bit more oomph. Well, the last thing I want to do, profile. and I say I say this all the time, the last thing I want to do, and I used to love doing this, but. Like, I used to really chase, like, those 6 by 60s like the big cigars. And I was like, the same way when I started with cigars. I can't do that no more because here's the thing. At the end of the day, I'm not chasing uh, value. Yeah. I'm chasing the flavor experience. Dude, uh, I bought a Woody. Have you guys ever smoked a, a Woody? It's that long fucking crazy cigar, It's right? by Leaf by Oscar, and it's called the Woody. Mm-hmm. It's 21 inches by 100 holy shit i'll show you, it comes in a coffin i'll show you guys when, when <laughs> like maybe i'll bring it out for like the after the hurt or after her and dude it's nuts you have you it have i it? have it in the car you have it yeah dude that's fucking crazy yeah it's awesome that's funny i love that's it funny. it's 60 yeah, dollars can't wait well the only thing that's like more ridiculous is like have you guys seen the romacraft femur no no oh no, dude wait till i read you the the uh the specs the ring gauge mm-hmm. who did they get acquired by they're still their own thing, I believe, yeah. Roma. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Roma. Oh, Room 101 yeah. got bought out. So FDG. here's the yeah. measurements on the femur. 10 by 500 ring gauge. What? <laughs> 10 by 500. 500? Bro, the picture of this thing. 
Obviously, we're not going to be able to see that. That's like as big as your fist. Send me fist. that picture and I'll bring it up. <laughs> like, no shit. That's as wide as your fist. Bro, just see. Look at the fucking... 500? <laughs> 5 by 500? Yes. No, I'm out. I'm out. That's stupid. Speaking of which, back to back to things that uh, you know aren't insane. Yeah, I have my review done. There you go, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into that. But I just thought we were talking about that, the femur. It was insane. So, appearance on the Mildius 2023. I gave it an 8. Uh, I do like the, I guess, uh, landscape style box, you'd call it. I don't know. Jerry's trying to sweat me out in here. <laughs> Sauna in the studio here. <laughs> Sorry. You know, very, very similar to the Azuli Oro box that came out last year. Uh, like the banding. Crownheads has been really coming out with some great stuff this year as far as the presentation goes. I was always I was expecting the ribbon band at the bottom. Yeah, since yeah. we've been doing that. Yeah. Uh Burn, I gave this bad boy an eight. Uh I had to do a few touch ups, nothing crazy. Uh, any boating fixed itself once I smoked it. Yeah. Just had to take some longer puffs. Uh construction, I gave this thing a nine point five. I had zero issues with the construction of that. Like it was very, very solid held up to the little pinch there which goes into my draw i had to dock it a little bit for that like at first it started out a little tight there but i still gave the draw an eight and then i had an overall enjoyment of a nine just because mm. obviously i am a very very big crown heads fan so whenever i get to smoke their new stuff it makes me happy and i enjoy the experience of it here Good. i didn't get distracted from what i was doing to battle the cigar and i think that's a big part of enjoyment because once you're doing that, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, and I agree. It can. That's a good point. That's a really good point. I think people, I think people need to pay attention to when you say stuff like that because that's. I mean, when you think about like if you're if we're having a normal conversation, which is why I love this podcast, which is what we've done tonight, and you have to take away from the conversation to like fix your cigar. That's a pain in the ass. Yeah, and like I didn't notice myself doing it anything i did was just intrinsically from you know just because yeah yeah uh that brought my score to a 42.5 and then we have an 85 score with that there he is geo my man i i like that i 85 is a great score for me i know like i've seen <laughs> you i've seen you give out 70 <laughs> listen i i've never been like unreasonable with my criticism no 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 <laughs> Uh, I, uh, I, so I noticed like at Nickel City, there's like a ton of like Umbagog. Yeah. Did you, sorry, I didn't listen to it, but I'm sure you guys did one on that. We did not no. do the no. Umbagog. Mm -hmm. Okay. But what is, what is Sokka's like, it, there's like an, ex he has no something like it can be smoked anywhere in any occasion. Yeah. It's supposed like to be anywhere. Smoked you can outside. smoke it outside in the woods, like. You get smoke it anywhere and enjoy. They're it. good. I've smoked them. I mean, I'm okay. I'm a huge Steve Saka fan. So. I I enjoy his products. The Moisture de Saka line is fantastic. So are the Sober Mesas. It's just here the price points. It's a little high. Yeah. How much is a sober or how much is a sober Mesa like twenty five? The brulees. The brulees now are like fucking twenty five, twenty six bucks up here. Brulees are awesome. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah, that is amazing. a really good cigar. And how they are not 
infused. I have no idea. Yeah, say that to him, and he gets so upset. Oh, I know. But (laughs) but you can't deny it. I mean, a sweet tip cigar. The fucking thing tastes like vanilla. Yeah, it does. Like I don't care who you are. Like if you gave that to a lady that has never smoked a cigar before, she's gonna be like, "Oh my god, I love this. Like this is vanilla." Your pocketbook isn't. Yeah. No, babe, you don't want to smoke cigars. That was just a one time. <laughs> that was a hell of a line right there. Yeah. No, babe. Sorry. But Your pocketbook's not vanilla. Like when I was down in uh, Florida, yeah, I smoked a, a Nakatamale, one yeah. of the coffins, and it was great because it was, you know, 18 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll buy that for 18. Like, I used to smoke a Mikarita every day. The original, yeah, that used to be my tricky traka. No, the no the um the just the blue and gold. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That that thing's awesome. Well, like master of the craft for sure. It's just man, New York is really unfortunately making their they're pricing themselves out of the market here. It is. It's tough. I mean, it's tough being a salesman in this state for sure. Well, as always. We do appreciate you coming on the show. We appreciate you as a person, man. When you do come up to New York, we always appreciate that you make time for us. Thank you. Uh, we love having you, man. You're fucking awesome. Look at that fucking outfit. I mean, dude. The, dri- the, the drip. Fu- the, the drip. drip. He got the, that he, drip. He got that cigar drip. Oh, shit, son. He got that drip. Oh, overall score, by the way, on the uh, Crowned Heads, Amildias Marinitos, LE2023, uh, 87.33 from the boys. Awesome. So That hope being you, said. Hope you like that. Jake? We're coming to the end all right. of the main show. Cool. Anything you want our listeners to know, obviously this is going out to a completely new audience. Uh, this is going out to the Cigar Hustler Podcast Network, which Very is cool. the number one cigar podcast on Podbean. So is there anyone you want, anything you want them to know about you? Um, Take this time. No, I mean, know. I think it's... Not a whole lot. I, I think it's awesome that you guys got this opportunity for you. So congratulations. Um, you definitely deserve it. The amount of effort that you guys put in, especially Jerry with the producing and all the money. I don't know how you guys work the money between the three of you, but like this, the money that's gone into this place, is not cheap. Um, and it's not, I want people out there to know, like, it's not cheap to like do things like this. It's not because I've done it before and it's, it's, it's not cheap to have, cigars it's not cheap to have whiskey it's not cheap to have bourbon any of that it's it's not they're they're not cheap hobbies these are finer things in our lives that you get to enjoy and i think that people should enjoy them more often um as much as they can but the fact that you know we you guys live in new york um i sell to new york i think that i think you know younger gentlemen and women like us need to get more involved when it comes into lobbying and and stuff for cigars not that this is what i want to preface is not big tobacco we're talking about premium cigars and if you if you look at like what pca is doing and how much they're involved with lobbying and and what the united states government uh portrays premium cigars to be i i think that that portrayal needs changed and in the Commonwealth of the United States. So I, I think this industry is like under attack. It always has been, but what people need to realize is that the United States has been literally built by alcohol and tobacco as far as money goes. 100%. Um, So, and oil, but it's, (laughs) it's, 
the the more places and the more people that get involved and the things that we can do as far as hanging out and having conversations, whether it be about all the shit that's going on in the world. I mean, that just makes all of us closer and that's what we're really missing in today's society. So not to go on like a massive profound rant, but like this is the shit that I've been thinking about a lot lately. And I think people need to do more of this stuff. So if you're listening to this podcast, kudos to you and you need to spread it to your friends. You need to smoke a cigar and drink some whiskey with your friend. And I think that's a testament to you, man. I gave you an opportunity to tell this audience about you. And you took that opportunity to just praise us and what we do and and to talk about how passionate you are about the cigar industry. And you never even really spoke about yourself. And I think that that's just the kind of person you are, man. And well, yeah. you're very humble. Humble guy. Humble and, and just a fucking stand-up guy, man. I, I don't say it. that about everybody. Yeah. So I appreciate just it. Big kudos to you, man. And obviously, it's great to have you, as always. Yeah, I love and, being here. And I've for been. anybody that's out there that wants to try Crown Head Cigars, get in touch with this guy, especially if you're in this uh, this area. Sorry, not this area. The Northeast Territory. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But uh, get <laughs> in touch with this guy, man. If there's ever an, a more approachable person, it's, mm-hmm. it's Jake Sanders from Crown Heads. Again, I, this guy's awesome. I've met a lot of people over Instagram lately, and it's really cool because now like, I have people that are out in California, like in other territories that are tagging me and their posts while they're smoking crowned heads and they're not tagging like their territory <laughs> manager. And, I'm, and it's, it, it's not the dapper it's not Don. A, it's not a, like a slight at like the guys. Cause we have a great team at crowned heads, but it's the fact that like, this is what it's about. It's about community cigars and bourbon are about community and sharing them with the people that you love, whether it be your family or your friends. So it's it's it really, really, really special. And that's why I push so hard to be in the industry. And I found that out at a young age. So, Well, speaking on the young age, I'll just close on this. I'm going to pass it over to Caleb for closing notes. Yeah, of course. We are the future of the industry. We are. So. No doubt. Social media presence. Yep. Helping each other grow. The more we grow, the more the industry stays safe. Yes. Just make sure we keep helping each other out. It's very important. Make sure you're out there lobbying to keep and and saving premium cigars. Yep. And yeah, we just push that message. Well, and one last, I mean, one last thing out of my corner is the fact that if people didn't know this, it took until 2020 for the United States government to actually finalize their decision on labeling a quote, premium cigar, unquote. 2020. Can you believe that it's taken that long to explain, after all the shit that happened in like 2014 in the FDA and all this stuff, and now after, not to get too political, but after shoving needles in people's arms with shit that wasn't tested and basically causing fear across the entire world, we want to disregard and bitch about tobacco still is well, that not insane the, lame the, the government has its uh agendas man and, right and that's that's where we'll leave it yep caleb any closing notes to the episode don't be Sorry. like the united states government and be lame be cool and follow us on instagram facebook youtube all social medias Amen. even the tiktok be cool like the youngins and Follow us up for a Gen Z word of the week coming to you soon. So you got to follow the pod 
at Down to Herf. And if you're looking for the audio only episodes, make sure you find us on Cigar Hustlers Podcast Network. What is Gen Z? Search for us. Hold you on, hold Gen on. Z. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Say less. Say less. <laughs> Say less. You said Gen Z Say word less. of the week. Coming oh. to you soon. Oh, just get ready, bro. We got the get After Herf coming up, bro. We got the After Herf <laughs> coming up, bro. <laughs> after Herf coming up, too, by the way. So, uh, guys, check them all out. Thanks for the follow. Leave some love, comments, likes. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, that being said, Caleb kind of summed it up. Jake, thanks for coming on. And make sure you guys are following us at Cigar Hustler Podcast Network, the number one cigar podcast on Podbean. That being said, we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Smoke them if you got them. Cheers. The Down to Herf Podcast, its owners and sponsors take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It's not our intention to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Jerry Lewandowski, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their show. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hopes that they will be entertaining to the audience.